Radio 23, episode two. With our special guest today, we have Olivia, Ali, and Sarah. Everyone give them a big welcome. Woo! Yes. Thanks for coming, girls. I've had a pretty exciting morning. Uh, the world has cancelled the trains and the buses, so everyone was on the road, so made it for a bit of an interesting journey for some of the girls. So we will let Ali and Sarah off the hook and throw to Olivia. Now, the only thing you need to know this morning is fun facts about you. Yep. 20 seconds on the clock. And you have to try and beat Ethan yesterday, who got the most amount of questions. How many questions did he get? Oh, I don't really know. I just know the question he got up to. I'll let you know if you win. All right, Olivia. Yep. Your time starts now. What's your age? Um, 16. Favourite colour? Uh, purple. But uh, Favourite style of music? Uh, alternative rock. Fun fact about you? Um, I paint. What's your favourite subject? Uh, visual arts. Do you have a job? No. How long have you been at J23? 13 years. Cologne or perfume? A perfume. Favourite holiday destination? Uh, Hawaii. Favourite food? Uh, t- pad Thai. Oh, stop there. I think you actually got to the same as Ethan. There's a Thai? No, got his his favourite food was a um, Filipino dessert, oh, I'm pretty uh, sure. Leche flan? Yep, that was it. Right. <laughs> Good choice, Ethan. All right, Alex. Pressure is on. Yep. Oh, I'm going to restart. Okay. Your time starts now. What's your age? 17. Favourite colour? Pink. Favourite style of music? Probably pop. Uh, fun fact about you? I have four cats. Oh, <laughs> favourite subject? Um, probably legal right now. Job? Do you have a job? Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in 23? Four years. Uh, Colonial perfume? Perfume. Oh, you were close. The pause there on the favourite subject. It was hard, people, because I teach Ali English, so she probably was torn about that. And she did tell me how she's gunning for first place in business studies yesterday, so... I forgot I took business. Yeah, business is your favourite. I even knew your favourite subject. (laughs) Okay. Dodzy. Yeah. Your time starts now. How old are you? 16. Favourite colour? Blue. Favourite style of music? Uh, Australian indie. Fun fact about you? I uh, play footy. Favourite subject? Uh, multi. Job? Knackers. How long have you been at J23? 13 years. Cologne or perfume? Perfume. Holiday destination? Hawaii. Favourite food? Um, chicken and cheese from Knackers. Chocolate or lollies? Chocolate. Oh, oh, she is the new winner. Chocolate or lollies. What was your answer? I missed it because I was too excited. Chocolate. Chocolate. Good answer. It's my favourite as well. Girls, chocolate or lollies? Chocolate. Ah, chocolate fans. Yeah. It's yeah. important. Especially that I'm your English teacher. Anytime you want to bring chocolate to class, you know, just not in the le- le- not in the learning centre because no, no food's food. allowed there. Yeah. So, we've come to the uh, exciting part. So, students all over the school sent in some questions to ask you. Decide how hard I go first. Which question? Um, what strategies do you think you can come up with to make a greater connection between the students, the teachers, and um, the leadership team? Um, I think for me, I think a big thing is the frequency of initiatives and perpetuating those kind of values in our college. I think the year 12s this year um, have done a really good job in having those fundraisers, but I think for next year I want to change that up with the leadership team and have the frequency be much more and have them more regularly on. So I think, uh, like you said, I think earlier you were mentioning how picnic day should be a regular thing. I think teachers and students should work together um, in the sense that they can both enjoy performances and have this amazing time together, but also kind of work collaboratively to work for a good cause, raise money. And I think in that way, we kind of have those values of being community-based and having kind of that unity as a college, really. Love that. Community, students 
buying in and, and pushing initiatives. And we've had so much success, why not keep going on yeah. the back of that? Like a little homage to the class of 2022. I'm sure they'll be very happy about that. Alex, do you want to add to Olivia's ideas? I think a lot of it is based on how the students feel if they're able to like talk up and speak up about the school and how they want it to be ran. Like how we have the podcast going right now, the students were able to put their like invoice into what they want to hear from the leaders. So having more of that sort of thing so they can like talk about what kind of events they want to have at this school. So like like you said on picnic day, like having other events that students feel like they can partake in. Great. And um, student voice obviously is key, you know. Good for me to ask you questions, but what do the students want to know about the person they're going to vote for? Sarah. Yeah. Um, I've always been a big believer in wanting the students... Like, we can only do so much as leaders. It's actually the students coming in and being like, yeah, we want this, or like, mm, don't really like this, let's change something. So as important as our job is, it's more important as the students because we're doing, them, we're doing this for them. And the biggest thing that you can do as a student is to be like, I want this, I want this. Sounds greedy, but it's not. We're just trying to make the best environment for you. And you being happy makes the teachers happy. And it just becomes one big happy little family that we have. And then who doesn't want to get to school when you come to a happy family school, right? 100%. I mean, I think there's already great vibes here. I mean, what school has a radio station in the morning playing great jams? (laughs) Don't know. I can't find one. Um, Another good question was, what are your values as a leader? And what do you think the values of J23 are? They might be different. They might be the same. Alessandra, you look in the, you're looking down the barrel at me. I'm going to throw to you. I was just trying to think. But I feel like definitely like trustworthiness because you want to have trust in your leaders to be able to do what you're asking them, like asking of them. And you want to have that good communication. So together they work hand in hand. So you want them to be able to like communicate with the leaders to get across what you want and trust in them that they will put the step forward to hopefully get it to happen. Great. And what do you reckon is a good value? Like, what's, what's a one value that you think J23, the school, stands for? Probably love, because everyone's trying to build a community, and to get a community, it's based on the love that you have for each other and for being at school. So, yeah. That is so wicked. I um, am collecting all the values in my head from all these answers, because they're so good. Um, Olivia. Yeah. Oh, um, I think a really big value that I cherish is reassurance. I think that there's a great deal amount of stress going through students' heads when you come to school, and I think because of our environment, I would love to have reassurance as a, a main thing because it, you're not alone, and you know you're going through this with everybody else. And as community-based as we are, it's really important to me to let other people know that we're all here for you to catch you. And I think that um, even with students, like having the Gracious Learning Center for us is a reassurance to me. I think that it works both ways, how the college can provide and how we can provide to each other as emotional and physical support. I think it's just a really big value to me, yeah. Love that. And I think probably your underlying J23 value there is like yeah. support and, you know, uplifting the students. I yeah. love that you said that. We're there to catch you. If you, you don't need to be caught if you don't take risks, right? So that's really important. Sarah? Um, a big one for me is loyalty. Like, being here for so long, just since kindergarten, seeing the school come from where it's come from, it's... Very, like, it's weird to say inspiring, but it is because I've been with half of the grades since I was, what, five? <laughs> so being loyal to your grade and being loyal to the school is what I value most as a leader. Like, I feel like every leader will put 110% in. Like, when we got um, emails for this, I was jotting down notes, I was reading everything, I dropped all my multi-stuff just to do this. Oh, like, I can see Mr Drummond is in the court. I'm not sure he's going to be happy with that answer. It's right, he's not my teacher, it's <laughs> <laughs> But and 
Yeah, it really is like, and it was such an important value. Like, loyalty is not even being loyal to like an individual, but a whole group. And being loyal to a whole school is so hard. And I feel like anyone that goes the leader has some type of loyalty and confidence in them because it takes one person to do it. It's amazing. It's it's so true. And look, another unique Stanhope experience is how many kids get to start in kindy and do 13 years at the same place. Crazy. 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 And I can't imagine. So when did you when when was your kindergarten year? 2011. That's the year I started. We're the same vintage, <laughs> Sarah. So 2011. I reckon there would have been maybe 800 kids in the whole school. Yeah. There's nearly 2,000 kids right now. Yeah. So the job just got exponentially bigger, right? You're only leading a small village of 2,000 people. Um, why do you want to be a leader? Um, I think for me, I have this kind of self-assertiveness. I have, the, I have a really good balance of both emotional and sympathy and also logistical. I think past experience being mentored by lovely Sophia Trotner, um, I kind of have that experience of what it takes to organize events, fundraisers, make the posters, kind of compromise, adapt. I think, you know, you can find reassurance in someone who'll take, you know, a canvas and make it into a portrait. It's so nice to have someone that you can rely on. And I think, for me, my work ethic is really goal-driven. I'm very passionate about what I do. And, and most importantly, I won't let expectations fail me or, you know, run me down. That's good. Some yeah. high expectations there. And good uh, legacy there, Sophia, giving yeah. you the uh, mentorship. And that's another lovely thing about our school. Always got great mentors. I can see all the uh, current leadership team standing in the quad watching you right now, which, to me, shows you that solidarity and connection. Sarah, why should we pick you as leader? Why do you want to be a leader? Um, like, I, don't, I just have a love for pitching ideas. I've always, since year nine, I was year nine sports rep representative for my grade, and I came up with, like, ideas. I created a futsal comp. I created a netball comp that led to a teachers versus students game. It was great. I love, I love it. Like, it's something I have a passion for, just pitching ideas and then working together to get that idea out and it just makes it a whole lot better that people come up to me it's like do you know what's happening like I've had so many people just come up to me this year and be like I've got a question like I don't know what this is about or what this is about and I'm not even a leader like this year. I can just think of a good example what did you do for our uh, a lovely man at the crossing what has oh. year 11 done for him? <laughs> um, so everyone in year 12 you all get a jersey and we were ordering our jerseys and my mates and I were sitting at lunch and we were talking and we were like like thinking about like year 12 presents like and we thought about Jerry and I was like what should we get Jerry the crossing like the lollipop man and I just little 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 idea and it was like mm, we should get him a year 12 jersey and pitched the idea to Miss Smith and she was like amazing pitched it to you you loved it pitched it to the grade and I was like everyone's gonna have to pitch him one dollar <laughs> and everyone was like oh my god such a hassle like we can do that I was like okay good and I don't know, seeing the grade get so excited about such a small thing and something that I've kind of created with my mates is so cool. And to see everyone get around it is just, it's so cool to think about. And how special. Jerry be out there, winter mornings, rocking his year 12 jersey. Love that. Uh, Ali. Yeah, so I love the idea of everyone being able to have a voice and speak up. And I feel like through my work ethic, I'll be able to help them achieve what they want throughout the school and build that community and communication between everyone and I feel like I want them to feel comfortable pitching their ideas to me and know that I will put that step forward to help them 
And I just want to build... Hold on, I was about to repeat myself just then. Okay. Um, I just want to build that support system between everyone. Because I want everyone to feel like they have another person to turn to and rely on. And if that means that they can come to me and know that they have someone to talk to, whether or not that's just asking a question or just talking about their day. Like, I just want them to know that they can go to someone and they don't have to be alone throughout like whatever they're going through. And that's really important because sometimes in a big school you can feel like maybe there's a lot of people around but not, they're not, not actually a lot of people that yeah. want, you can connect to. So that's a really beautiful sentiment and it would be a great legacy for the class of 2023 to leave, leave behind with them. Now, yesterday we had a few fun questions. So your fun question for today is, you were stranded in the middle of the Sahara Desert. What is one thing you would want to have on you and why? Now, this is not a psychological test, or maybe it is. <laughs> Sarah, what are you taking? What are you <laughs> I was looking through the question. I was like, I really hope I don't get this question. My mum was like, unlimited water. Say unlimited water, like hydration. I was like, okay. But my dad said a satellite phone. So I feel like... I don't even know. Um, probably a satellite phone just so I can get the hell out of it. Like, I'd so rather not be there. What I've learned about you from that answer, this is my psychology reading of you, is you like to seek other people's opinions before oh, making a decision. There you go. Overthinker, <laughs> can't make decisions for myself. And you know what? I feel like that's a good idea because when I have an idea, I just go to everyone that I know. I'm like, is this a good idea, yes or no? And I get their full sense in on it. So It helps to build that your ideas out, right? Yeah. Ali, what are, you t- what are you taking with you on, a, on, a, on the Sahara Desert? Genuinely, I asked my parents the same question because I was stuck <laughs> on it too. And funnily enough, my mum also suggested a satellite phone. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, but, the class of 2023, very supportive parents who are guiding them obviously through their journey. But we've got to add on to that. My yep. mum suggested solar-powered phone as well. Oh, that see? way it keeps its battery. Oh. So that way my phone can last the whole time. Ali and Sarah's parents, super smart, big thinkers. <laughs> Olivia. A plane. A, oh, a plane. That makes sense. That means you can leave. Like, I'd probably just, like, cruise around the Sahara <laughs> Desert for a bit because I've never been. So, and then I'll, like, leave. So that tells me that you are someone who makes lemons, lemonade out of lemons, right? Wow. I'm going to be stuck in the desert. I might as well tour and enjoy it and make it a holiday. Yeah, it's fun. Why don't you? <laughs> Love that. All right. We probably have time for one more question. Uh, this one was about diversity. So how can you um, encourage people's people to bring forward their culture and what makes them unique and how are you going to support that? So it's obviously one thing for everyone to, to name where they're from and own their culture, but how do we build a really nice sense of um, genuine, a genuine space for all cultures to be live and living and thriving in our school? All right, let me, let me go. Um, I, because I listened to the episode yesterday and I feel like it's going to be around the same thing. You have to create this like supportive environment because I feel like everyone's so like moulded into like don't express like where you're from, like fit in, whatever. But really, that's not the case. People are much more interested where you are from, mm. and everyone being like, oh my god, like I've got no heritage. Like no, it it's just important to like idolise your culture, but also it's important to be accepted by other people. And I I had an idea that instead of so we have like harmony day, and it's like one day a week. Not even one day a week, like one day a year. And it's like, um, you wear orange or you wear your cultural dress and like that's it, that's done. But I thought to stretch that out for a week and every day is like a specialised like group of cultures. Mm. It's out the front of the hub, people walk past 
and it's like the dancing, the music, the cultural foods, like you have the map, the flags, everything, fun facts about the culture, whatever, and you have people from the culture representing and I feel like that's a safe environment to ask questions about it without feeling pressured or scared about asking a question and it makes the people that have that culture feel so important and valued because people are showing so much interest in your culture. Love that. What a great what a great suggestion. And you did say you listened to the podcast yesterday. Yeah, I did some studying. Great. <laughs> Where do you listen? Because, I mean, there's people that maybe don't even know that this is going, like, being recorded. They just go on Spotify, like, search up the CLC Media podcast, read it on the table. But I got it from Courtney's story because she posted it on her story. So I was like, oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yep. So we this will go live this afternoon as well. So if you caught yesterday's episode, you get to hear this one again today. Ali. Ideas of how to bring some genuine acceptance and diversity. Okay, so personally, I'm Filipino and Dutch, so that makes me both Asian and European. That was a fun (laughs) fact about you, you could have said. Um, But yeah, so that's helped me to understand like like different sides of like diversity and different cultures that you have. And I I moved here in year eight, right? And there was something that my old school did that I think would be amazing if we could implement here. Yep. But on Harmony Day, and this can possibly go for like the whole week, we had like food stores, like food trucks, things from all different cultures coming to the school, as well as performances from inside and outside of the school coming in to help like spread the diversity, like show the cultures, help the people like appreciate it, especially people outside of that culture, help them to see like the beauty of the different ones around them. And I think having that in our school, if possible, of course, would be amazing because it helps spread awareness and it helps people feel like, it helps like, not validate, but it helps people feel connected to the people around them. And it means that after the performances, they could go talk to them, like be like, oh my gosh, like I noticed that you did this, like, and they could possibly join those groups if possible. And that was one of the really sweet things about the cultural dance group. Um, some of the students that joined that group um, are from that culture, never participated in the dance, and so they got to actually explore their own culture with, in a safe space with their peers. So that's another fantastic idea. Olivia. Well, like, what I love about the school is that we already have the facilities to accommodate cultural di- diversity in our, in our college. I think even just, like, right now, like, with the podcast, uh, I know, Lutzi, you've been playing music all afternoon <laughs> this past week. Yeah. Even just adding, you know, culturally diverse music on, playing Good it, idea, kind yep. of normalising it around our college, I think, even with... Um, Some K-pop, get that <laughs> happening, hey? <laughs> yeah, even with, uh, like, our cultural diversity, like, day, um, we can kind of, like, build upon that, have that more regularly have that throughout your assembly maybe opportunities within lab um, mm. if we choose to yep uh, I think that there's so much opportunity here I think it's just a matter of perpetuating it through our college even more and it's all about sometimes the cultures we don't know about one of the year 11 girls came up to me and asked me if we could um, have Auslan and sign in vertical lap and now I've organized it and that would be something I didn't even think of so sometimes out there people have great ideas that we don't know about so it's all about using these channels to create all these opportunities ladies you've done a fantastic job if you were looking from my perspective uh, I've just seen great relief on the face of these three girls <laughs> they don't know that a big crowd has gathered behind them and um, I'm very very proud thank you so much Olivia Ali and Sarah Give them a clap. Thank you so much, girls. Now, in the spirit of... Ex- oh, look at that cheers. There we go. In the spirit of uh, ending the segment with fun, fun Lutzi facts about what good music is, yesterday we had the Spice Girls. Who do you think you are? Because it was about learning about the students. Today, it's going to be the Backstreet Boys. That's a good 
I want it that way because you want to change the school. So here is Lutzi dropping the, uh, the track. I want it that way. Thank you very much. Make sure you catch us on the uh, Apple, Apple Play, Spotify, um, CLC Media for today's episode. Thank you, girls. We hope that you enjoyed hearing from your prospective leaders for 2023. We've got more episodes coming over the next few days, so get to the quarter date 15 each morning to hear more of your questions answered by the student leadership nominees and keep an eye on the podcast releases on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Keep an eye on your emails over the next week for details on how you can vote for your 2023 student leadership team. And as always, remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And thanks for listening to Radio 23 and the CLC Media Podcast.